So hello all. I uh, just wanted to say happy Saturday again. Um, I got a call from uh, We Live on a Planet and uh, then listened to his show. And so this whole show is kind of a response to his response to me and a response to his show. So um, that's kind of what I was looking for, like a conversation, right? So anyway... Uh, I want to address something right off the bat. You got to watch out for my sardonic slash sarcastic humor uh, because I did indeed call myself an angry mulatto, which is indeed not a term you should go around using. Uh, it, uh, it's a, well, it's a fucked up term that uh, they came up with when they were trying to judge people by the classes of race and whatnot. And so, like I said, sarcastically or sardonically, I use it uh, sometimes to make a point that, you know, it ain't over. I mean, the things that uh, were done were done. And that's uh, now I'm slipping into my response to uh, what's his name show because I want to to what's on. We live on a planet uh, to your show. about man how do I even want to put this like going big because I have like an audacious thought uh, thing that I want to do like to literally reverse engineer racism right because it's something that has been done it is a a a actual social engineering marvel that was accomplished and created uh, over like a period of time and has been, you know, re-retrofitted and reinforced. And um, it's going to take active involvement to tear it back down. I mean, to tear it down. Right, and this ain't some okay. The race is even now. Everybody run uh, after you've like held everybody, you know, held certain people back for a long time, and get off your, you know, get your panties out of a bunch. Because I'm not trying to say yo, what you did and this and that, and it's not strictly about white privilege. Uh, I, I will certainly be getting into that. Uh, but now that I've started rambling. Um, I'm going to just keep on and um, address the whole angry mulatto point. Michael T. Justice. What's going on? It's Patrick from We Live on a Planet. Michael T. Justice. It sounds like a uh, a cop name in a good way. Like, I, you know, coming this season to you. Michael T. Justice. Don't break the law. I don't <laughs> I love that name. It sounds authoritative. It's groovy. You're going to enjoy Anchor. Have a blast out here and put that content out and enjoy yourself. It's a great platform. It's a fun place to be. It, you know, you get the more you push that red button, you're going to get addicted to it in a good way. And you, the creative juices flow and you're just going to have fun. And you already sound like you have a lot of things you'd like to talk about. So that's good. And you called yourself, you said you were a mulatto instead of mixed tea. I'm old school and I, I thought mulatto was a term that I could use. And I guess politically correct this is saying that mulatto is not the proper word, but coming from a man who's mulatto and you're saying mulatto instead of mixed. I don't know. Maybe because we're older, we don't get 
we're not so sensitive. All right, my friend, peace. All right, so what's the mulatto thing, right? So this is actually something like, I don't know how many people know stuff, and that's the whole point of it, right? Um, and I'm doing this just kind of off the top of my head, so uh, any numbers or whatever, dates, years that I get off, I apologize. Just go ahead and shoot me a message if you got something to disagree or the counterpoint or some kind of clarification. I'm cool with that. That's what a conversation is. So uh, anyway, here's the deal. Um, so as I understand it, right, the mulatto thing is basically white people got to deal with the fact this we going back, you know, back to the Jim Crow days, right, and, and the, the black, black code laws after slavery. Uh, but but when we were, like I said in my earlier thing, retrofitting and adding on rooms to deal with it. I mean, because, uh, uh, you know, the stuff's been around for a long time. I mean, it started, this country started with racism uh, in, its, in its source. And I want to also say that I love America and uh, I view the whole thing as a check that was written. And uh, I keep coming back to get my cash on it. And they ain't never got all of it. But guess what? I keep getting my payments. That's how I view the black man's, really all people's uh, experience in America, right? Because everybody, the Jews, uh, Hispanics, Italians, Mexicans, Irish, Everybody comes in to this game with a lot of marks against them. And uh, we have just consistently demanded our portion of that. Declaration of Independence. That's what I mean when I say a check. You know what I mean? There was a promise made that all men are created equal. And, Women have said, no, 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 put me in on that. You know, we have just all added ourselves. So let me get back to the mulatto thing. So they come after slavery, they start coming up with, you know, all these different Jim Crow laws and stuff uh, at various times from, uh, you know, short-circuiting reconstruction. And... Um, so when they start coming up with these Jim Crow laws, of course you gotta deal with the fact that, you know, they still like to rape slash have relations with uh, black women. And of course, people like me come out. <laughs> and uh, so what happens is the people go, we're not gonna have it, right? You, you can't just be white and it's clear that you got something, you know. And so what they did was they said, that's a mulatto. So they could give some sort of recognition, but they wanted to make sure that they couldn't, that they didn't allow, like say if I was much lighter, because sometimes mixed babies can be half, I mean, well, you're half white, so some like, and when you get into a second generation, like my kids would be called, I don't remember, it's a mulatto quadroon. So my kids would be called quadroons, which is a fourth 
white, and then it's an octoroon, which their kids would have to be octoroons, which would be an eighth before they would be considered white. Even, and if you looked at my kids, what you would find is that uh, you would be hard pressed to know because one of my sons is blonde haired, blue eyed, and the other one, you, you might know he was something, but he could easily pass himself off as white. And this is where some of these cases uh, that you may have heard, heard of came from, like Plessy versus Ferguson, right? Uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, is that right? Yeah, Plessy versus Ferguson, when he was trying to get a seat on the train, you know, he figured he probably looked, I would say he looked like one of my kids. And I think he was a quote-unquote quadroon or octoroon, right, where, where he looked pretty much white, but somebody knew something and was like, nah, 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 and wouldn't allow it. Because, as I said, racism has been reinforced and retrofitted. They came up with these rules to, to, to solidify things. Um, so that's what the mulatto is. Now, why am I angry? That is another story. So my anger comes from well, first, let me tell you who I'm angry at. Because <laughs> I'm just angry mulatto, man. I am angry at white people because the old historic white people that came up with the whole plan to, like, make it a thing and to, like, build it, right? To make it three-fifths of a person and to have their in slavery and the, to make the even the amendments when they when they made it to where they're not gonna have slavery they made sure that there was people there to make sure there was a, a loophole in there to where they could keep it you know that's what the prison system is that dig it uh just so much right and i'm angry at white people who don't give a damn about what's going on in the world right now and today but there's a lot of white people who were against the idea of slavery back then and a lot of white people who were against the idea of slavery and, and, and Jim Crow and who helped fight. And there's people today. So you, you, you obviously you can't do things like by a, a race, but you kind of got to in the sense that I love my wife very, very, very much. You will hear me reference that all the time. But I got to be honest, it never fully leaves my mind that if the chips go down, she could always just say some shit and I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like just based on that. And I never, ever, ever expect her to do that or say something like that, right? But there's just something in this society, right? It's like hard baked, right? Like I have had people like here's here's one of my hallmark phrases, right? I ain't been in a fight since the 6th grade. And in all honesty, that time I got popped in the mouth and said, "Yeah, I don't like this fighting shit." 
and just was like, all right, I'm done with this. I'll figure out another way to deal with my problems. Because I didn't like, I mean, I was bigger than that dude, and I probably could have, but I don't like being hit or, frankly, the idea of hitting. Here we go with my Amos Lee again. But, uh, so where was I at? Because I hear music sometimes when I'm talking. Uh, and it just takes me away. Uh, but, so anyway, what was I trying to get you to there? Just the whole, I'm angry about... Right, so I'm going to have to, like, write my stuff down a little bit more, although I really don't want to do that. But anyway, uh, I wish I could edit that a little bit, because really that was more of a tangent than it needed to be about my wife. My whole point was simply this, that it doesn't take all white people to just bam, 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 and, and, and put, a, put a whole new spin on things. It didn't take all white people to do the three-fifths thing. It didn't take all white people to enact the slave codes in the beginning, you know, before this was a country. It didn't take all white people to, to start the Klan, to start the, the Jim Crow laws and the separate but equal and the, to be in the Constitution. And, you know, when you talk about that, and I was mentioning earlier, uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, uh, that had to do with the, the separate but equal. You know, it doesn't take all white people, but it takes, that's why I say I'm angry at white people who just don't pay attention enough to say, whoa, wait a second. You know what I mean? And so let me get back to my response to what, what a pl- we live on a planet, right? Um, uh, or let me continue being angry. Uh, I'm angry at black people because... Too much focus is on what white people are doing and have done, and and I'm going to focus on that, so I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I'm saying not enough focus is on what we got to do to fix this thing, and I'm not, and so now let me say I'm angry at white people all over again. For making it so because of the, the, the like like I said, this this phenomenal gigantic thing that was built, right? That like like created this class of race and then made it something and then made it something that was so insidious, right? That has so harmed the people that that I don't want to say, man, I'm, that's part of the problem with the whole fucking conversation, right? Is that you can't say what you want to say and you, you feel guilty for saying it. And that's why I'm angry at white people. That's what I'm talking about right now, right? Because it was done. And frankly, the thing of it is, is the, the, the systematic and social hampering that has been done to our culture and to our, our, our attempts to get up off on our feet have made it to where there's people right now who I can't just have a straight conversation about let's get up and do this and do that. They're, they're trying to kill and hit each other and attack each other instead of 
working together because of these things that I'm talking about. So I'm angry. Most of all, I'm angry at myself. And I'm going to find a way to get this other audio that I did because I've been trying to do a podcast for months and I'll stop on that tangent. I'll put it up when I put it up. But I'm angry at myself for leaving the community. I got the hell out to take care of myself at the youngest possible age. And I don't feel guilty but I, I am angry at myself now in retrospect or I'm, you know, whatever. I wish I'd have done it differently. But I'm 51 and I made myself a life and I've put my kids in a place where they will, you know, have a different mindset and a different upbringing and a different environment and, and everything. And... That gets me to the big idea, the audacity. Well, as my man said, going big. All right, so I'm going to wrap it up here and, um, but I'm going to end it with this, uh, big idea right this is something that has been kicking around in my head for the last couple of months um actually since about uh, november um (laughs) i mentioned earlier about kind of trying to reverse engineer racism um what needs to happen and and this is something that um I'm just going to put it out there and see what people kind of think. And maybe I can get some feedback. I'll just do it that way. Because I don't know how crazy of an idea this sounds. But I've been researching e-commerce and thinking about ways to make money. You know, selling things online and thinking how the disruption that is occurring because of the internet. And this is something that Gary Vee talks about all the time, right? The the disruption that's occurring and that's allowing people to to get in to places and to do things. And I'm not talking about just content providing. I'm talking about actual hustle and actual person-to-person selling and, and service, providing services and things like that. Um, so what is obviously needed in relation to race and the the uh, things that were done, right, is some sort of, for lack of a better word, reparations, right? Now, obviously, there will be a hue and cry and a fight, and I don't see it happening in any time soon, uh, some kind of reparation setup, but what I'm thinking is our government is broken already. We really don't need or we can't wait for that for solutions to come through the government. That just, it isn't how it has happened. I mean, you know, um, 
And so what I'm thinking is to create some sort of foundation that's funded through commerce, right? So the idea is commerce with a purpose so that people, white, black, around the world, whatever, who want to support it's kind of like the idea of like this I guess it's Tom's shoes or something like that where every shoe that you buy every pair of shoes you buy they give a pair to somebody homeless or do something like that and they've like gone gangbusters but I've just been thinking about okay so if if people know that what they're buying you know 20% or whatever it is is going into a foundation that would then have to be very transparent but that is doing now here's the hard part because we're talking about reversing the damage of if you don't know your history let me just give you some bullet points right like making it against the law to be able to learn how to read not just through slavery but then separate but equal which was designed again to make sure that people didn't have the best book it wasn't to make it equal it was to make it we've got good stuff for us and the leftovers or whatever for blacks so when you compound that over hundreds of years evolutionary evolutionarily right there have been things done to this subset of people and the only way to undo it is to undo it and when I'm what I'm talking about is something like a this went from being quick so uh, I'm gonna just try this thing I don't know how to even explain it uh, is I think okay what have I done in my life to better prepare my kids. My kids are only 13, 14. I've got a 21-year-old son. Uh, So they have not, quote-unquote, made it. They have not done it. So maybe I'm wrong in thinking that I have done something successful. But I feel like I've put my kids in a better position and to do, to create the what I have seen as what's necessary, right? Which is an environment where, like, I have talked to my kids continually since they were first able to ask questions. Like, I've tried to get the concepts of, of man, of science, the concepts of how business works and how life works. And, and really try to enrich their minds. And the unfortunate reality is, is that so many times in the community that's not accepted. And that's not something that, that uh, gets really enhanced. And so what I want to do is there's a program or a... Uh, project that's called 30 million words project and it's basically about uh, a study that was done um, where you look at the, like 
children who succeed and children who don't succeed, they did like this study. This was way back in the 60s, and they've redone it several times. But it's basically the children's who su- children who succeed have something like 30 million words spoken to them before they're like three years old. And that's not something that can just be done. Like, that's not turning on a TV. That's like conversations being had with them to to engage their mind because they're like little... Like, I, I went to school to, to be a teacher and, and, and uh, to study, uh, which is a lot of ch- uh, early childhood development uh, education. And this was 25 years ago, so I'm sure there's even more uh, to back it up or more studies or whatever. But just the amazing amount of learning that is done in those, sm- in that age, that so has such a profound impact. On the rest of your life. So when you're talking about the first three years of life affecting the next 75, 80 years, then we've got to hijack that system because they did this, right? They said you will not teach them to read. You will not know about business. You will learn to to devalue yourself and to you know what I mean. And we've got to re we, you know, we got to fight that. And um, so my thought is to have a, what I call a micro center in the community. And when I say the community, I mean the black community, but I really mean poor communities, right? Like I would start in a, in a poor black community, 39th Prospect, represent, because that's where I'm from. But Anywhere, anybody, any place that would try, that would replicate this, right? So the foundation would be just to fund one, to, to, to experiment and to create almost like a creativity, social business incubator, right? Like a place, a space, like uh in the community, free, people come in and, and learn, like there's lectures or, or teaching, not just for, not just for the children, like the babies, but you got to get to the babies, like I don't want to just ignore the whole other, the people who are alive now, right, but Understanding that to improve situations for everyone, we got to get to those children and, and get them, you know, get them spurred, you know, to, to spur them towards learning and, in, and improvement and, and a, a mindset, to improve their mindset so that as they grow and to help you know, the other part of what I was thinking was like with business having a space where, you know, I see all these these systems that people are selling and they're like, you know, you get somebody and you can have 
people working for you in some other country and they work for a lot less than these two. I'm thinking more like internships, but I'm thinking more like a, I don't know if you want to call me a socialist or whatever you want to call it, but I'm thinking I don't need some massive share of the profits in order to live a comfortable life and yet still be setting something up to where there's employees that are furthering it, which allows young mothers to learn a business trade, to to bring the elderly into, you know, it, it gets so massive and, and it's hard to explain it. So I'm going to leave it at this and uh, just kind of vibe on it. I don't know and see where it goes. But uh, that was just uh, me hitting that red button as uh, my man said uh, you know it it is hard uh, to do it because here it is 11.30 and I started to do this at 8.30 and uh, had to erase and re-clarify and everything else so um, I'm just going to do it put it out there see what happens and uh, in the middle of listening to this the thing like clapped at me and told me that I have 10 listeners to one of my deals already so I'm like all excited about that so uh, have at it Hoss peace so once again thanks to Patrick and his goat from We Live on a Planet Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow or actually probably later on today if I can get my thoughts together finally.